What's up, guys? We've got a great show for you today. But before we do that, I want to tell you about some game-changing coffee. Strava Craft Coffee is the CBD-enriched coffee that has really changed lives. Their reviews are incredible, so make sure you check those out. What you'll find is that the CBD-infused coffee has taken away long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, and IBS. It's even helped decrease anxiety. Whatever you're struggling with, it's probably helped. CBD is an all-natural and non-psychoactive ingredient, and the coffee is rich and tasty. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use the code BSN2019 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. Let's do a podcast. Broncos and Chris Harris are back. They're back, baby. And Ryan, as Stevie Wonder would say, it's signed, sealed, and delivered. Is that that was a Stevie Wonder? It was. Did you Google that before the show? I did. <laughs> About ten <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> I could have sang it, but uh, I spared you. I I would have enjoyed that. <laughs> um Okay, I just want to like get straight to the hardcore facts. First of all, the hardcore fact is that the BSN Broncos podcast is presented by Elixinol. <laughs> Second of all, this is a weird deal for the Broncos. It's odd. It doesn't really make sense. They just gave a guy money to leave later, in my opinion. I, was, wanna- I, was, I wasn't going to have orange goggles on, Ryan. We, we, we never do that, but we've said this would be bad and would be weird for so many reasons this whole time. It's weird doesn't make sense and from a true business standpoint it's bad it is weird i mean <laughs> it is just a they called chris over they told him to back his truck up to the facility and they just started shoveling hundreds john was in the truck with the shovel yeah just shoveling hundreds into the back until he said stop um that's odd here's another fact what did it end up being three three million Exactly. 3.15. 3.15. And don't, don't forget about the, one, the five, five. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a $3.15 million raise, which gets him to $12.05 million. And the .05 is highly significant. But here's another fact. That's nothing. That is, what did we say the last time? That's Zach Kerr. It's a little more than that. It's Jeff Hireman? A little under that, right? Okay. <laughs> Mix Zach Kerr and Jeff, Jeff Hireman. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and also, if you needed to sign a Jeff uh, a Jeff Hireman right now, and he wasn't here, you could still do it because it's all fake money. Um, <laughs> here's another fact. The Broncos are way better now than they were yesterday. And to me, that's what I talked about with Henry on the podcast. I'm like, all right, this is happening. So it's time to start talking about the positives. The positives are the Broncos are significantly better with Chris Harris. And that is undeniable. And so when you boil this all down because we've talked for weeks ad nauseum i'm so glad we don't have to anymore about how this would be dumb and it is it doesn't make sense chris finessed the hell out of the broncos but who cares they're better now and it's not our money it's not even their money the decision makers it's not even their money 
They're just reaching into a bank and just throwing it out. Heck of a job by Chris Harris and his agent, Fred Lyles. Now, well, one media member was getting a lot of grief in the past few weeks for, for saying, I believe, Fred, Fred Lyles was a super agent. And people were giving pushback, like, who's he done contracts for? Fred Lyles is a super agent with this deal. I mean, what he was able to do with zero leverage. I feel like John Elway just like didn't have the energy for this. <laughs> it's it's May, almost June. This is really his off season. I mean, he gets to take June completely off for the most part. He's like, oh, do I really have to do this, Chris? Like he called up Mike Sullivan. He's like, do we have like I don't know three four million dollars to give him? He's like, yeah, yeah, we we can do that for sure. He's like, all right, well, I'll just I'll like play the song and dance, but we'll j- just know that we're gonna give that to him eventually. And. The breaking deal of it all was yesterday when the Broncos offered $50,000 more. Now, it was a little more significant than just a $50,000 addition to the $12 million. Kareem Jackson is set to make $12 million this year in cash, even though he's, he has an $11 million per year average. $12 million this year. Chris didn't care about the per year. He cared about this year since it's the only year on his deal. So he wanted... More than Kareem Jackson. Just like you and I said, we just thought it'd kind of be on a per-year basis. So, Chris was at, at $12.1 million. The Broncos were at twelve, And the final straw that broke the, the camel's back was $50,000. Now, Chris is the highest-paid secondary member on the Broncos. And he wanted fifteen, But, Ryan, he's the fourth-highest-paid corner this year. Again, not in terms of per-year, but in terms of cash. So... It's not like he got a bad end of the deal. And a lot of a lot to unpack there. First of all, the $50,000 is so petty. So petty. It should have been $1 to make it even more petty. But <laughs> we, we knew that was going to happen. We did know it was going to happen. We didn't look at the cash. We should have known the cash. Because uh, we were just talking about 11 all along. Really, Kareem Jackson is making 12 this year. And Chris was actually going to make less cash than not just Kareem Jackson, but also Bryce Callahan. And that bothered him. Which... I get, like, you're the number one corner and you're getting paid number three, I'm putting that in quotation marks, number three corner money, I get that. But the $50,000, first of all, it's just petty. Second of all, isn't it wild that the $50,000, significantly higher than the median income in the United States, is just a throw-in? I thought about that yesterday and I thought, boy, what would $50,000 do for me? I know. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, they just threw this in to get it done as if it was nothing. And it looks like nothing. It's 0.05 on the contract. You're like, wow, 0.05. That's so dumb. And then you're like, wow, $50,000 would probably change. Not probably. (laughs) would change my life. Uh, Yep. It's wild. Um, So now Chris is the number four paid corner in the NFL this season. And he had an interesting quote to Mike Kliss where he said, I'll be number four this year. And then I'll be number one once I hit free agency next year. And that's my most important takeaway, not that Chris is in the building today, not that he's getting a $650,000 bonus for showing up today to a voluntary thing in May, not that he'll for sure be on the field in week one, because Ryan, we knew it was going to get to this, this point at some point. It was what Chris said, and it was also what the reports also said. Not only is Chris right after signing this deal, I guess before signing it last night because he signed it this morning, not only is he saying, I'm still looking forward to free agency next year and becoming the highest paid corner in the league, but 
when the Bron- the Broncos and Chris initially, way back when Chris held out on April 2nd, their initial talks were about an extension, not just a one-year pay raise. So it was about extending Chris, keeping him here for the long term. And right away, the Fred Lyles said, Chris wants $15 million plus per year and $40 million guaranteed. The Broncos said, nope, that is too rich for us. We can't even talk about that. We're so far off. So then they just focused on 2019, and, and I guess that makes sense. The pay raise still doesn't make sense. But what this says is, Ryan, this is Chris's last year with the Broncos. Yeah, someone asked me what the chances would be that he'd be back. I said I gave it 15%. Just because I think a lot can change over a year. Look at, I mean, look at Emmanuel Sanders. He was going to demand an extension. He got injured. You said 15? 15%. Yeah, that's nothing. So I, I would agree. Yeah. Um, were you just touching on 15 because it's an important number in these negotiations? Instead of, I, I just wasn't sure if it's 50. 50. Yeah. No, 15%. Right. A lot can happen <laughs> over the course of a year. Chris could have a, a bad year. I don't expect it. He could have a bad year. His value could go down, et cetera, et cetera. There's still a chance. But by and large, this is the end. This is the last year for Chris Harris Jr. And the craziest thing, Zach, I don't even think John Elway cares. And you want to know why is because he agreed. Now, it's not totally clear if this is written into the contract or not. But it was it was as a, as reported by our friend Vic Lombardi, he made it seem like it is. It's written into the contract that the Broncos cannot franchise tag Chris Harris Jr. next year, um, and some people are saying like that's not possible. How could that be true? And I'm like, it's a contract. You can literally, you could negotiate anything before. into a contract. Yep. Um, so, anyways, it sounds like the Broncos have no opportunity to to franchise tag Chris next year. And the way I, the way I interpret that is, John always like. Well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, we weren't going to franchise tag you anyway, so that's totally fine. And the fact that John Elway didn't even want to discuss a three-year extension at $15 million a year tells me that not only – I think he was 100% in on wanting Chris this year, 50% in on wanting Chris next year, and like 5% in on wanting Chris two years from now. And so he he came back to just being like, let's fine. Let's just, I know I want him this year. So let's just go there. I don't know what he's going to do in his age 32 and 33 seasons. You know who's 33 right now? Who? Darrell Rivas. Mm. Do you even know what he's doing? Nope. Me either. Probably like hosting group therapy classes (laughs) or something. And he was good. And he was the best. (laughs) And now, like, not only is he not good anymore, he's irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. Mm, That's a great point. Completely irrelevant. We don't even know where he is. Is he playing football? We don't know. Is he with the Jets? The Bucks, I, I the could, Patriots. <laughs> he, he could be anywhere, and I literally would not know. So, thirty-three, like thirty, is normally the cutoff. Mm-hmm. Broncos are paying Chris Harris for his age thirty season. Thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three. Yeesh. That's where things got, start to get sketchy, and everyone can't be a Bronco for life. It just can't happen. It's very rare that it happens even once. Who was a Bronco for life? John Elway? Terrell Davis because his career was really shortened? Peyton Manning wasn't even a cult for life. No one is a blank for life. It just doesn't happen. Uh, It's very rare. So you just have to get used to these breakups. They never get easier. Um, But this is is probably the last year for Chris Harris Jr. The good thing for the Broncos is it's a contract year. 
He's probably going to play really, really well. Um, and people are going to be really upset that he's leaving. And only time will tell. Um, you know, Demarius Thomas, not a Bronco for life. Um, you never cheer for these things to happen, and, and I'm not saying anyone should. But John Elway definitely made the right call there. Um, he broke down weeks later after they got a fourth-round pick for him. Uh, Aqib Tlaib had a good season last year, was part of a team that made it to the Super Bowl. He was also injured for a significant chunk of the season. It's always hard when it happens. But a lot of times, the hindsight, when you go back and look, you say, okay, that was probably the right decision. They let go of C.J. Anderson. He was also part of a Super Bowl run. He also didn't have a job for like 10 weeks. You know, a lot a lot of these things are the right move. Only time will tell with Chris. But it always seems worse in the moment. There's going to be 365 days between now and whenever, you know, the next thing happens before we can even begin to know if it was the right decision. The pay raise makes makes no sense especially considering this the pay raise is the most un new england patriots like thing to do but you know what is right up bill belichick's alley is saying okay we get one more year with chris when he's in his prime we know that and i feel pretty confident saying chris is gonna have another great year in 2020 but then i mean you just laid out a perfect case of why that's probably it and you know what doesn't make any sense what when you when you take a big step back is saying are we going to pay a guy four elite years for two elite years and then maybe he's not even on the team the last year or that third year is just such a disappointment this was actually in a very weird way of forward thinking move john did not want the the long-term investment and uh, when you take a step back it's hard not to blame him and if you're John Elway, at least this is how I'd be rationalizing it in my mind if I was John Elway. I'd be like, I got one hell of a deal on this contract. Even if you take go back to the original contract and throw $3 million more on it, I still got a hell of a deal on this contract. Um, I, I can walk out of this thing next year and say, man, I won that one. I got Chris Harris Jr. for four good years for what – I don't even remember what the original, like 25 – was it four years? Was it something like that? Four years, 25 or? Be a little more, I think. 32? 30, okay. Four years. Yeah, that sounds right, actually. Four years, 35. Now, it's still a great deal. Exactly. And now, per cash, he's the fourth highest paid cornerback. Per average value of the salary, he's the 11th highest paid cornerback this year, Ryan. I mean, come on. The Broncos are still getting a deal this year so it once you swallow the we really didn't have to spend this 3.15 million once you swallow that it's okay it's all good and it's important to remember what 3.5 million gets you and it would have been a big deal if they would have met him at 15 7 million that's a starter anywhere outside a quarterback so it is important that and they really did meet right in the middle and as I said, it was the final point of my first tweet, reaction tweet to this was, no one is going to care what he's getting paid when he's balling out. When he picks off Derek Carr in week one and the reborn no-fly zone you know, shuts down Antonio Brown and, and the rest of those guys, no, one, no one's going to say, ah, but was it worth that extra $3 billion? And again, it's not, even, it's not our money. It's not John Elway's money. You wipe your hands clean and you say, we're done. It's over, and we move on. And that's exactly how I feel about this segment. But before we move on, want to tell you guys about our friends over at Weinster. 
If you're like me and you're trying to figure out how to become a mature, refined adult, or if you just really like wine, you got to check out Winester. Winester is an innovative online direct-to-consumer wine club connecting wine drinkers with more than 110 of the best wineries in America today. What makes Winester so special is that the majority of the wineries they work with are too small to attack, attract the reten- attention of retailers, meaning not only are you getting access to some delicious and hard-to-find wines, you're also supporting real people making real wine, not one of the few large corporations producing most of the wines available in stores. With Winester, all you got to do is sit back and relax as they curate a hand-picked shipment from the best small wine producers in the U.S. Then, when you fall in love with a couple of their wines, as a club member, you can have them sent right back to your door with no shipping costs. And I especially love Winester because it was founded by three CU Boulder alums. So sign up today with the code BSN25 and get $25 off your first shipment of wine and start being a real grown-up. That's Winester, W-I-N-E-S-T-Y-R. All right, Zach, we have 1,000 questions. So let's get them. I'm sure a lot of them will uh, revolve around Chris Harris Jr. So apologies if we just say we already talked about that. But we are on a little bit of a time crunch here as the Broncos are getting into an OTA this morning. So so as not to be redundant, we may pass on your comment. First one coming in from Sil Forge. He says, honestly, I'm just here to talk about hot water. It's been scientifically proven to aid in digestion, and cold water after a meal has been proven to hinder digestion. Told you cold water was bad, Ryan. I don't care. (laughs) He says, I challenge y'all to eat a meal with lots of cheese or fats of any kind, then chase the meal with a tall glass of ice water. Then do the same, but with a tall glass of warm slash hot liquid. I guarantee your body will much prefer the warm. It should be extremely obvious if you pay attention to your body. So, you'll try any food, Ryan, but you're scared of some warm water? With that said, I hate hot water and don't do this, but there's a good logical reason to it. <laughs> I'll try it. I mean, at this point, most of my meals are high in fats because that's the diet I'm on. So uh, next time I have a meaty, cheesy meal, I'll drink some some hot water afterwards, see how I feel. If, you'll try, if you're going to eat something with blood, I hope you try some hot water. I'm not afraid <laughs> of hot water. It just sounds terrible. <laughs> I'd rather eat blood sausage. Then drink a glass of hot water. Give me the hot water. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, he also chimes in and says, I wanted to add that Henry did a great job on the pod and that the chemistry between Ryan and Henry is excellent. You know, there was a, there was a debate because someone, someone commented and was like, I love when you were gone. I was like, I love the chemistry between Ryan and Zach. And I was like, yeah, why you got to mess that up? He's like, you guys are really on a roll right now. <laughs> so I think people want to make sure that Henry d- has chemistry as well. <laughs> Anyways, he says, it's a pleasure to listen to you guys. And we move on from L.H. Almeida, who says he just wants to chime in on the latest talks in the community. So let's go quick. Mm. He says, one, Henry is awesome. I miss Zach, but Henry makes up for it. Two. Sad. <laughs> you're replaceable. <laughs> Two. Why you got to do that to me, L.H.? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Two by only Broncos jersey is a white Wes Welker Youth XL that I was able to get on sale online. Football fanatics and NFL shops charges twenty five dollars shipping fee to Brazil, and the f- and the dollar is four Brazilian dollars right now, so it's expensive. And when they finally brought some Peyton jerseys to the official Nike store, I had no money. Wes Welker is kind of a, a, a cool one to have. Unique. Like you, you have no reason to not like Wes Welker. Exactly. Three. 
he's talking about ramen here. I dry my noodles, put olive oil and eggs in the pan, mix the noodles in the bag of spice and some black pepper with it. It is delicious. So is he going no no broth? It's what it sounds like. Okay. A little uh, spaghetti. But you still need sauce. Olive oil. Oh, okay. The okay. egg juice. Ah, yes, egg juice. <laughs> Four, I just drink cold water. For hot, I can have coffee. He says Brazilian coffee is the real coffee, hot chocolate or tea. Five, team no holes. A straw has no holes because it's something rolled over. Six, one day I'll send you some water from Poa, and then we can talk about water. Mm. Seven, is retired for John Elway. <laughs> Eight, I like the motivation factor regarding the money. I think people are generally too number focused when related to money and players. They are people, and the money itself isn't the issue, but rather the comparative perception the player has. The more a team pays a player, the more the player thinks he's he's um tre- the better a player thinks he's treated there i really don't understand elway doing it compared to all the other moves he did but that's the only reason i can find exactly and that's why it just did not seem like a john elway move at all next one coming in from aaron lid the og mvp he says to start off with the hot water topic your body has to warm up cold water to be able to process it when you drink hot water your body can use it more efficiently also in china the water quality is questionable and boiling it at least killed bacteria it does get tiring, especially when in the south there was 90 degrees with 90% humidity. Whew, he says, hashtag all by bottled. With Broncos talk, it sounds like there's many position groups we have high hopes for. But again, untested and not proven makes me worry. Middle linebacker, wide receiver, offensive line, and secondary at this time. Am I, am I banging, the doom, banging the doomsday drum or just overthinking things? Thanks. Well, I think each one of those pieces that you mentioned, middle linebacker, wide receiver, and offensive line, each have proven entities within them. But you still need the unproven guys to step up for success. And I think that happens every season in the NFL at at many position groups. So let's start with middle linebacker. Todd Davis is a proven, solid middle linebacker who is going to have his ups and downs, but mostly he's going to make the right play. He's going to make some great run stops. Um, and in, in most games won't get exposed in coverage. Maybe he gives up a couple catches, but he's not going to get drilled down. Um, a lot of, just because you can disguise him. And with middle linebacker, this is on Vic. He's going to have to use the safeties and not put the middle linebackers in a position to fail. And you weren't here for the Joe Deneen podcast, but I reported right here on the podcast that, um, Joe Deneen is turning heads already. Mm. So... We'll see how he does. But again, that's unproven. That's, you know, someone is going to need to step up there. And you're definitely right. But at least Todd Davis, you know what you're getting in him. I think you could go into a play saying we know what Todd Davis brings. Right. Wide receiver. We've already said we're not going to even discuss the uh, possibility of Emmanuel Sanders not coming back. We know he's coming back. That is a proven entity. Gordon Sutton had 700 receiving yards last year. It's not a, that's not what you want him to be at this year, but that's rookie year. We said before the season that 500 is hard to break for a rookie. He had 700. Not a, not yet a proven entity, but you expect him to continue moving upwards. We've talked about Deshaun Hamilton. So, again, you have a proven entity, and you have young guys that you need to step up. That's where you are at most position groups in football. Finally, offensive line. This one is going to give you pause pretty much no matter what. I mean, 30 out of the 32 teams in the NFL are probably saying right now, ah, don't know what we're going to get out of the offensive line. We know that Juwan James is an upgrade from Jared Valdir. Pretty solid one in that. 
Um, we pretty much know where you're at with Garrett Bowles right now. You can cling to the Mike Munchak stone and hope that that works out. But you can at least feel like you can get by with Bowles probably. Um, Reisner, we're very high on him. Definitely unproven. Connor McGovern, unproven at center. And then whatever they end up doing – or sorry, I'm going backwards order. But whatever they end up doing at right guard is to be seen. But if it's Leary – and he's healthy, you're okay with that. So, again, need some guys to move forward. You've got uh, one proven vet and a proven vet who's injury-prone. We don't, we really don't know what's going to happen with Leary. But that one of all of these is obviously the most concerning, and I think most teams in the NFL would say that's the most concerning. I agree with you. Mark Shipper says, Hello, friends. On the Chris Harris Jr. topic, I'm still firmly on team don't give him a raise. Call his bluff, let him show up in training camp, and let him play out his contract, and then let him walk and get a compensatory pick for the 21 for the 2021 draft. He then chimes in and says, I guess John disagreed with my opinion on the Chris Harris Jr. matter. Oh, well, go Denver. He says, on jerseys, I think anyone over the age of 13 shouldn't wear them. It's a little weird to me to see a grown man or woman wearing someone else's name on their body. I don't know. It's a strange thing. I've heard, that, a, I've heard that take before. It's not as strange as you're making it out to be. Um, I sometimes sympathize with the people who say there's a cutoff at like, 35 but even then i'm just like what no it's it's i don't get it it's a cool and fun way to support your team the one that i think is a little odd is basketball jerseys for old people when they're cut off (laughs) like i haven't seen that often (laughs) right and that's why it's (laughs) weird like probably like if you're like 55 with a a I don't know, a beer, we'll just call it a beer gut. He probably shouldn't be showing Some up like in a arms. sleeveless Jamal Murray jersey. Yeah, yeah, um, I can I can. Although that. Jokic, <laughs> might look more look natural like on you. Uh, that, that Jokic is, is one for the dad bods. Yep. But, yeah, so maybe I can get with that, but like a hockey sweater or a football jersey, it's just a cool way to support your team. Uh, and I don't think there's anything weird about like wearing someone else's name. It's just like you're saying, like this is my favorite player, basically. Exactly. He says, on water, yes, hot water is better for you because your body doesn't have to get up to the because your body doesn't have to work to get it up to body temperature. But oh well, anyone who drinks hot water by choice is a psychopath. Go Denver and go BSN. Mark in Kansas. I'm calling out an entire country there. <laughs> Maybe an entire region. Of the world. Millions and millions. Billions, billions of people. Billions Mark. of people but have just been Mark called in Kansas. Out. You know where he's at, guys. <laughs> yeah. They got some good aquifers there. <laughs> um, from Cole Vosell. He says, hey, guys, I think I missed my window to comment yesterday before the... What? My work? I don't know. So third time's the charms, right? He says, first and only jersey was an alternate Demarius Thomas. I got it as a Christmas present in 2014. I'd still wear it, but I live in New Hampshire now, and he's on the Patriots, so I don't think that would fly. Mm, Yeah, it's a little weird. Just put it in storage. It'll be cool again in, like, two years. I still believe he has a great season with the Patriots. (laughs) Um, I don't disagree. He says, I was planning on getting a Will Parks jersey, a color rush one, but I'm now hesitant because of the lack of the interest he seems to be getting from the coaches. Any suggestions? I'm thinking of a defensive player, but not Vaughn, because I kind of like the idea of less popular players for jerseys. Okay, so Vaughn's off the table. Chris is off the table. Where are we going here? Bradley Chubb? Is that too popular? I feel like he's still going to get overlooked by Vaughn. Bradley Chubb's a good one. That's a really good one, because it's it's like 
progressive and new, but you're <laughs> also locked in for three, four more years. And you know he's getting another contract. And he'll probably be here for uh, – yeah, that's that's the one. Is he's at s- least following Vaughn's path. Is there a second? It's a huge drop-off. Bryce Callahan would be what my name would go to or what my head would go to, but even then, you don't feel that comfortable. Cal- I don't. Uh, Bryce Callahan jersey would be sick, though. But you're only – I mean, you're locked in for three years. And and he just he, after this he talks about how he's in high school, so he's probably going to grow out of the jersey anyway. Mm, is, so so if you want to go really progressive, you go with the Bryce. Bryce Callahan would be sick. Yeah, Cream Jackson's not a bad choice. But I'd go Bryce between those two. I would too. In the end, probably go Chubb. The double nickels is cool. Um, it matches the two B's on yep. his name. Yep. It looks nice. Yeah, I like the way it presents itself. <laughs> go Chubb. All right, he says, also, I'm one of your five listeners in high school, but I guarantee, but I graduate on the 8th. Nice. Hey, Congratulations. And even better, he says, I'm heading to the hey, University of Denver. Go Pios. And couldn't be more excited to leave the cold, boring land of New Hampshire to head to the cold, exci- cold exciting land of Colorado. No question today, but thanks for all the great content. Just bring that Demarius Thomas jersey with you. Oh, yeah, there you go. It's a classic here. Also, New Hampshire isn't a real place. <laughs> uh, and... Congrats on going to, to DU. That's going to be really fun. My alma mater. Yes, the alma mater of one Zach Stevens. <laughs> Next one from uh, Carpaccio Chris. He says, hey, fellas, really enjoyed having Henry on the pod. I would never want Zach replaced. Thank you. But having <laughs> all three of you on, occasion- on occasionally would be pretty sweet. With CH State, with Chris Harris Jr.'s new one-year deal, is there a possibility he signs a long-term deal after this season? What are the chances? I think Ryan hit it on the head already. You good with 15? I like that. All right. Um, yeah, we, we actually had a meeting yesterday, and we requested a new mic for the third <laughs> yeah. mic so we can get Andre, Henry. Our, our third mic has just been through a lot. <laughs> it has been. A lot of interviews. It's also been held in the hands of Chris Harris Jr. <laughs> might be, it might have to, we could give him sign it and retire it in the office. We could put it up here. We could, the right here. The only piece of art in, in this our room. office. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there is that. Um, oh, the, uh, the the Bucky Chucky, <laughs> the Buck Chucky sign that some fan sent to uh, Marquette King, which is actually pretty cool. But I don't know why it's still here. <laughs> it's never going away. Yeah, it'll be here forever. Okay, I'm scrolling. We should up. hang it. Just <laughs> knock a nail right into the wall. That's in this place that does not belong to us. Okay, where you do got we it? go here? Broncos guy, sixty three. Okay. I think. He says, not much of a question, just a comment. I understand giving Chris Harris Jr. a raise this year makes little sense. My thinking is this will open him up to to working out a new contract during the season because Elway showed Chris he doesn't think or he does think he is valuable. In the grand scheme of things, I don't think the pay raise will matter much. If everything goes according to plan, Drew Locke will be our starter next year, and we will cut Flacco. When you have a quarterback on a rookie deal, you're supposed to load up on the rest of the team. With Chubb and Vaughn locked up as well, why not give Chris a huge contract? If you can keep the core of the defense together and Drew Locke performs as well as we expect, I feel like we will be just fine. Sort Sort of all over the place with my comment, but I think you guys get the gist of what I'm saying. No, it makes perfect sense. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it. Real quick, um, Von Miller has a $24 million team option next year. Would you call that a guarantee that he's yes. going to that's going to be picked up? Yes. Okay. Someone tweeted at me yesterday. I said the chances of them not doing it are slim to none. Yeah, none. But. I think there is a, a piece there between Slim and none. Mm, like cut him to re-sign him? 
something. $25 million, $24 million is a lot. And remember, the Broncos made that choice when they deferred $8 million of his salary last year. Right. And they could have been saying, well, we're not going to need him in 2020, mm. so we can just keep pushing stuff back. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I don't think it's likely. Yeah. But I'd say there is a chance. I, I feel like they I feel like they might have this this pit in there something that says, like, we're we're – chained up by this contract boy that would go completely against what they just did with chris yeah yeah i know it's it's the chances aren't likely but i think there might be a little bit of drama that's more of a john elway move though than what just happened today maybe it's could be a restructure could be mm-hmm. a restructure mm-hmm. okay anyways good question good comment i should say uh, he chimes back in and says, also forgot to mention, with Chris, I'm kind of in the same place I was when Vaughn was looking for a new contract. I don't her- care how much it costs. He should be a Bronco for life, and I don't care how much it costs. Ugh, such a fan perspective. That's so, so Homer, and, and I completely understand Chris is awesome. I love Chris, but that'll get you in trouble. It will. It will. You can't uh, – we already said it. You might get one guy per generation that's a Bronco for life. Demarius Thomas still had another – had this year left on his contract. Re- that was a great move. All right, he says, really en- – uh, this comes in from Rob, who says, really enjoyed the segment with Henry and Ryan. Hopefully Henry can be a recurring guest on the podcast. I think we can work that out. He says, now that we know the details of the Chris Harris Jr. Pod- uh, contract, this seems like a good move on both sides. Chris can hit free agency after the season, see what kind of offers he can get. This opens the door for him to get a big payday or sign with a contender if he wants to chase another Super Bowl. But I bet that John Elway just bought the chance to meet any contract offer he gets next offseason. If Chris can't get the $15 million he wants on the open market and the Broncos can match or come close to the best offer, I bet Chris sticks around in Denver until he retires. I'm sure the subject will be okay. He's he's going to get a bigger deal somewhere else, and he made it clear what his priorities are next free agency, and that's money. Dollar dollar bills. Does a thirty-one-year-old corner become the highest-paid corner in the NFL? Maybe not, but but that's where Chris's mind is at—is getting the money. Okay. Well, yeah, we know that. From Free Lindsay, I'm assuming you guys already covered this, but I'll go ahead and ask anyway. What does the pay raise mean for Chris Harris's future in Denver long term? Also, great job covering all that drama. I can't imagine talking about the same thing for hours over and over, but I sure did enjoy listening to you guys do it. (laughs) I'm glad you enjoy listening to us, and this will probably be our last time talking Chris Harris Jr.'s contract. Except for tomorrow when we talk about what he talked about about his contract. <laughs> and it's probably just going to continue forever. Nick Geyer comes in and says, Wow, stoked for the Chris Harris Juniors. The cap is just a number, right? I'm wondering why the NFL does free agency, then the draft. In the NHL, it's the opposite. Why do you think it's different, and which do you prefer? Much prefer it the NFL way. Uh, you get to take your chance at plugging holes in free agency and then know what you really need in the draft. The other way around, you're just, like, guessing, right? Um, You go into the draft, and let's say you need a corner. You get a corner, but then it turns out you had a chance to get Chris Harris Jr. in free agency. Like, I like it this way because there's so many more players available in the draft that if you miss on something in free agency that you thought you might get – it's not going to be a pure need in the draft, but you will. You can say going in the draft, okay, we do need to address cornerback in this draft, so let's make sure we do that. Boy, you really have to decide if you're going best player available or filling a position of need if the draft is first. Definitely. Rob comes in and says, really? We already did that mm. one. 
Go ahead on the next. Drops, which says, Hi, guys. How do you think Fangio will compare to John Fox? I love when Fox was our head coach. Understood why he was fired, though. How do you guys compare the teams they inherited? Both had young wideouts, questionable questions at quarterback, pretty similar on the offensive side to me. What beer brands do you guys enjoy? Do you fish? Drop <laughs> <laughs> switch sticking to form there. Uh, he has a brand now. He does. Okay. Um, first of all, you are one of the very few who love John Fox. <laughs> um, I think Fangio. I don't know, how do you think he'll compare to John Fox? I think he'll be a bit more aggressive with some of the calls on defense while being similarly conservative on offense. But we don't really know that because I think Rich is going to be mostly in charge of the offense. Um, He's not going to be as much of a nice guy as Fox was. Right. What was the team when John Fox got here? Tim Tebow. Kyle Orton. So Kyle, So his was his first yep. year, the Tebow year? Yep. Wow, what a saga. <laughs> yep. um, and then he had the, the defense, which was picking up steam. Okay, so first of all, they are significantly better at quarterback. Significantly. They are also significantly better on the defensive side of the ball. Yep, completely agree. They have stars. Right then and there, you probably just say, end, end of story, um, Fangio's team is much better. Exactly. And John Fox got them to the playoffs that year. At 8-8. Eight and eight. But what Fox had on his side, which Fangio probably doesn't, is John Fox had magic. John yes. Fox had Tim Tebow magic. He had the hand of God <laughs> on his team. All right, he says, what beer brands do you enjoy? <sighs> Colorado. I mean, I like outside of Colorado, too, but you, you got to start there, right? Ryan's favorite, New Belgium from Fort Collins. Oh uh, I'll drink any beer from Colorado. I also just thoroughly enjoy a good PBR. Mm, it's impressive. It's probably the whitest thing about me. It's very hipster. Yet you're not hipster, you say. I just like, it just tastes good. Like, it's hot day, PBR, perfect mix. It does taste better than any other 30 rack you can buy. How do, how do you think it compares to Coors Light? I'd probably go for that over a Coors. Nice. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Uh, not, not nothing against Coors. I think I'm a little burnt out on Coors. Against Coors. Coors does not taste good. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, w- w- would you go Bud Light over Coors Light? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I will say that Bud Light is a little more watery, so it goes down a little more smooth. I feel that way about Coors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would take a Coors over a Bud Light, but I just PBR is just I don't know, has the right flavor for me. All right, let's take one more break here, and when we come back, we'll finish up the rest of these questions on the BSN Broncos podcast. Green Mountain Dental has a long-standing tradition of being one of Lakewood's best family dental care offices. Um, I have been a patient since I was three, which is in 1974. You know, my parents, myself, and now my children all go there. It's just a great place to be, very positive experience with them, definitely. New patients can receive free teeth whitening trays when they schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. Also, all colored sport mouth guards start at just $25. The doctors will come out and visit with you, um, ask you how your family is doing. You know, just very friendly and family-oriented. It's just very comfortable to, to be there. That's GreenMountainDentalGroup.com. Finalizing the questions here on the BSN Broncos podcast. Ryan Konigsberg and Zach Stevens here at Broncos headquarters. The Broncos do have an OTA today. 
That will be open to us. It is not warm outside yet. That is a problem. Uh, but the good news is we will have football to talk about on the podcast tomorrow. Another day of Drew Locke, another day of Joe Flacco, you know, another day. Chris uh, Harris Jr. A day with Chris Harris Jr. as part of the defense. We really get a look at what they're going to look like. Um, what if Vic just keeps him on the bench? What if Babaz is the number one corner? Mm, Vic will have to answer to that one. <laughs> uh, but let's move on in the questions. And this one comes in from Lone Star Broncos. He says, hey, guys, glad to see the Harris situation is resolved i'm kind of dissatisfied in the event of it only being a raise for next season i knew this was the plan but i'm still not happy about it as for seasoning two gringos chupacabra rubs and seasoning there's a whole line is the best for any meat always is very good as well but not quite on pace with chupacabra mm, we'll have to try it i don't believe you <laughs> zach what brand of running shoes do you wear i struggled for a long time going through nike's asics brooks etc and finally have found my running shoe on Athletic makes an incredible shoe if anyone is looking. Mm, I may be looking. I've never heard of it. I went a similar path. Nikes, Asics, and my race shoes are Hoka's. You will never catch me wearing sneakers, tennis shoes, whatever you want to call it, that do not have a swoosh on them. Mm, I used to be like that. Yeah, it's just not, it's not acceptable to me. What about these guys? They're kind of a hybrid. Those, those are fine. Okay. Because there are... Part of what you're going for is fashion. Right. And most Nikes don't work as a work shoe. Right. So, like, I have Vans on right yeah. now, which kind of work. Yeah. Um, I have a better shoe that I bought recently, but it rained yesterday, and they're all white, <laughs> and we're going to be out on grass. Smart. I wasn't going to mess with That's that. That's smart. So I brought out the old Vans, which can work with you, jeans. You got to keep those. Yeah. The jeans and Nikes thing can is is depends on the pair but right. it's a little tougher especially if you're wearing a collared shirt yep completely agree all right moving on oh wait there's some couple couple under here i think we got to one yesterday this that was one yesterday that was didn't we co weirdly commented on twitter from someone oh, that isn't sausage saying harry so maybe he hadn't listened to the podcast when okay. he got on this but he did say i, lo I would love to know the story about how you came to find oh, pleasure he Horse. says after that you answered it <laughs> that's pretty weird yeah um you can edit comments i think can you not i, I can we've, yeah we can i don't think the other people can, I can or even, delete them yeah so watch what you post seriously once you press post you can never go back <laughs> um anyways we didn't actually talk about how tim e the legendary tim e was already a listener i, yeah. I we kind of skimmed over that part but he was a, a devout listener before he began uh making music for the podcast okay what the heck is this? You ready to read a novel, Ryan? You want to trade off paragraphs? Let's do it. All right, go ahead. He says, what up, fellas? The new three amigos. Welcome back, Henry. Great job on Monday. Been a few weeks since I've commented, but just wanted to clear up that I'm definitely not a hipster. I have no idea who the bands you were talking about are, and I'm pretty confident in saying that I only have owned one flannel shirt in my life, and I had only... And I only had it because my wife bought it for me to wear for family pictures at a farmhouse. Never wore it again. LOL. I'm pretty much a t-shirt and shorts guy or jeans if it's below 60 degrees. What a, I'm looking at his picture here. I'm not seeing a beard. It got, it got Maybe a the, little goatee action. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Weird name. Have we been lied to this whole time? We've been deceived. Maybe that's all he needs to consider he has a beard. You should be light facial hair, Bronco. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you go, if you're going bearded Bronco, I'm thinking oh, it's got to th- be six inches off the yeah, face. Yeah, it should be uh, what a a, a, t- a touch of hair under the lip, Bronco. Yes, small <laughs> amount of fuzz. Patch Bronco. <laughs> Uh, we're just giving uh, We crap. love you, Bearded Bronco. He says, Ryan, I hope your comment about Father Time gains some more attraction and someone makes a sticker or a t-shirt. I would buy either or both. Nothing like a good Brady or Patriots bashing to unify the country. I mean, it's already rotating on Twitter, circulating on Twitter. It has. He says, on to Broncos. Kind of a random question, but do you guys know if Aaron Wallace is still on the roster? We signed him last year. I only asked because he went to my high school in San Diego and thought it was cool last year to hear the Denver Broncos signed a Rancho Bernardo high school Bronco. I have no idea who the guy is or if he is currently on the roster and if he has a chance to make the roster. Let's play. Is he on the roster? <laughs> I am going to go no. I'm going to go no as well, and we're pulling it up right now. Give me some dramatic music, game show music. Uh, Aaron Wallace, is that right? Yep. He's on the roster. (laughs) What an upset. What an absolute upset. Against all odds, number 50, weighing 242 pounds, standing at 6'2". What position does he play? I'm going to have to go linebacker. Which one? Inside. No, so close. (laughs) Outside linebacker. So uh, we got a San Diego guy on the roster. Wow, that was a fun game. We should play that more. (laughs) If you have connections to a high school teammate of yours or someone that went to your high school, ask us. We should also play, like, is he still in the league? Mm, That's one that I've heard. Darrell Revis. Yeah. Did you look this up already? I, I know. I'm saying no. Correct. All right. Who was he last with? I think the Chiefs, Yep. Bingo. Two for two. Nice rebound. Yeah, good rebound after not knowing the guy who's actually on the team that we cover. Um, He says, next, I'm staying positive and hopeful that Joe still has a couple good years left in him and that the coaching staff sticks to the script of what works to his strengths. If Joe falters or makes too many errors, the Drew clock will be ticking. Mm. Tick, lock, tick. Wow, that's that's right up your alley, Ryan. He says it's so refreshing to hear this year's... Saving that for a lead later. (laughs) He says it's so refreshing to hear this year's coaching staff and how everyone talks about them versus the last two years of you-know-who. It was so obvious when Vance was in over his head from the start and should have never been put in a role until he had more experience as a coordinator. I love Elway, but that hire made me really question his judgment. He goes on with one of his longest paragraphs and begins it with quickly on Chris Harris Jr. <laughs> I'm glad we have him and we're with him we are better. I agree with what you guys have been saying, that it's stupid to just do a one-year deal, essentially just to give him a raise, which is exactly what they did, SMH. Not sure if you guys have said this before or if I heard it somewhere else, but when Chris signed his last current contract, it made him the highest-paid number two corner in league history at the time. Yep, that was me who said that. Chris was the number two at the time behind Tlaib, so when John let Aqib go... That subsequently pushed Chris into the one spot for one season. He shouldn't be allowed to demand a raise or trade because, like you've driven home, he's still under the last year of the contract he agreed to and signed. It all makes no sense, and it's a moot point because John let him do it. I was with you on everything until you said he shouldn't be allowed to demand a raise or a trade because the teams don't honor the contract, so why should the player have to? And he – well, we've talked about that before, but he – could demand a trade but you know what if push came to shove is he still demanding the trade when week one comes and he loses half a million dollars the trade demand thing only worked before the uh before the draft because guess what zach if he leaves now 
and there's offset. There's ways to offset this, but there's a good chance the Broncos will get a third round compensatory pick. Exactly, exactly. He says, Ryan, thank you for saying that yesterday about the definition slash not definitions of, of insanity. I couldn't agree more. It probably drives him insane when people say that <laughs> insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. How did that happen? Like, how did the world just like universally accept <laughs> the wrong definition for a word? Do people actually think that's the right definition? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, a large, I would say, 60% of the pop- population believes that wow. that is the real definition of insanity. <laughs> wow. And uh, may- maybe that's my question today. What's the definition of insanity to Vic Fangio? <laughs> I feel like you would think you're taking a shot at him or something. It could get really uh, dicey up there. Don't worry. You're, you're a little worried I'm going to ask that. I'm not going to ask that. I don't think you would. He says, as for pizza, I love all kinds of it. My go-to is Jets Pizza here in Michigan. It's pan pizza with a sweeter sauce and just the right amount of cheese. I saw it on their website that they have four of them in Colorado now. Turbo crust is the way to go. If I could go, if I could only choose one type, New York or Chicago, I would choose Chicago every time. How about you? Because Henry said he's a Chicago over New York style guy. <sighs> New York. New York, and, and then, and then game, I still like Chicago, though. Yeah, as I said on, on that day's pod, I'm an equal opportunity pizza eater. But when I think pizza, if you say, let's go get pizza, the right. first thing that's coming to my mind is thin crust, large slice. Exactly. Um, turbo crust sounds like something that would be on a golf club. <laughs> it certainly does. It's loaded with a turbo crust of, you know, graphite or something. I could see it uh, being keto as well. Turbo, yeah, it's like yeah. this fake pizza crust called Turbo <laughs> Crust. Uh, we have to try Jets Pizza, I guess. Yes, never heard of it. He says, I'm for Coloradan, though. This was another um, debate. Coloradan or Coloradoan? You probably go Coloradan. Yes. Because of the newspaper up there in Fort Collins called the Coloradoan. Well, that's just uh, you know, a good way of knowing what the people are like up there. They don't even know how to pronounce the w- word of where they're from. I, I avoid it. I avoid choosing. Why would you add in that extra syllable that makes it stumbly? Coloradan. Coloradoan. You're a Coloradan. Yeah, I'm from Colorado. It's funny because I actually believe the the yearbook at CU used to, or maybe it still is, be called the Coloradan. Mm, Taking shots back and forth. Uh, Anyways, he says, I prefer Colorado native. Deep voice, like the most interesting man would say. I went way too long. Sorry that I'm not sorry. Love the two-hour pods. You guys are awesome. Two-hour pods are fun, except when that would keep us from watching practice. Yeah, if you, yeah, you guys got to know that these days we can't do two-hour pods. <laughs> Where do we start here? Uh, coming in from Bucking Bronco, he says, Chris Harris Jr. has inspired me. I'm walking into my boss's office and demanding a 40% pay increase. Stay tuned for an update. He continues, gives an update, and says, was laughing hysterically laughed at oh was laughed at hysterically may have lost my job jk obviously i'm not that crazy so he did it no he didn't oh he was laughed at hysterically he didn't have it in him Mm. he didn't have the chris harris jr cojones so bucking broncos zachary we need some video you should videotape put on a gopro like right on the middle of your forehead (laughs) and walk into your boss's office then you'll be laughed at hysterically for (laughs) sure From Chilongo Bronco, he says, hey, guys, I always learn something from listening to the podcast. This is what I learned with the last one. One, Peyton is not cool. (laughs) Two, if Peyton is cool for being a dad, then I am most certainly not cool. 
or if he's not cool for being a dad, then I'm most certainly not cool. Three, it's difficult to realize that your cool days are over. <laughs> Four, I am old. My first Broncos t-shirt was a Sammy Winder one that my dad brought me, so this may be true. Five, hashtag thanks, Ryan. Was my mic not on? I was I was supporting you all the way, Chilongo Bronco. Chilongo Bronco knows that I make the rules around here. <laughs> and once you... It's, the second that you've tucked something into jeans, your cool <laughs> days are over. In fact, not only are they over, you can never come back. Peyton, you have an open invite on this pod to defend yourself whenever you want. That is true. He says, of course, just kidding. You guys make my days fun, and I really enjoy listening. But come on. Peyton is the coolest dad ever. <laughs> Remember when he sent a message to Breeze for breaking his record? It was the most cool dad thing ever. Ryan, take it back. He can be a cool dad. He embraces the the dad so much. Even when he probably wasn't a dad, he embraced it. Yeah, he's, he is a cool dad. But that's as far as I'll go. <laughs> hey, it, progress. Just like Chris in the negotiations. Exactly. You want to get the next one? Homegrown30 chimes in and says, Hey, Ryan and Zach, coming at you from... Okinawa. Okinawa. Yep. I, I would have got that. He says... You paused. I, I, I had you to think scared. about it. I had you to think scared. about it. He said... Not keep, to be confused with Ogallala. Oh, like the uh, where good water comes from. Yes. Mm. He says, keep hearing y'all talk about jerseys. I bought my first one in 2009, and it was a $1.50 Jake Plummer jersey shortly after I collected a Sharp Elway and a Brandon Marshall. Unfortunately, that was the year that Marshall had his falling out, and he moved on to the Bears. Anyways, over the years, I've collected a few Elways, a Tebow, a DT, Lindsey, Portis, Bailey, a Miller Super Bowl 50, and a Manning Super Bowl 50. Manning was the hardest one for me to pull the trigger on, as even though he was one of the all-time greats, I, have, I, was, I never was totally enthusiastic watching him robotically run the offense, and at times, he could be almost boring. Oh, I can't believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> Uh, especially after the last three years. <laughs> right. I think you'd take that. He says, personal opinion. Oh, he says, that was a personal opinion. I'm trying to decide if I want to pick up a Chubb, Reisner, Locke, or Chris Harris's next jersey. Anyways, while I was listening to the most recent pod, I got the notification that Chris had signed the pay raise for this year. With that being said, it worries me about his future with the team and what it will mean for the defense coming next year. I cannot... I cannot figure a way that he stays with the team, even with the good faith gesture Elway showed him. Moving, okay, let, let's t- touch on that really quick. Yeah, the $3 million in good faith is not going to make up for potentially tens of millions of dollars or $10 million that they had the difference with earlier this offseason. It's not going to do it. Yeah, the, the only way he comes back is if he hits the open market, he realizes the market is soft. And maybe the Broncos are offering half a million less than what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are offering. You think that'll happen? Nope. I agree. He says, moving on to the water topic, I've traveled around a lot of Asia and have noticed that most places that are frequented by tourists have ice cold water available, but they also serve warm water. I have always had a hard time with cold water because of bad genetics and sensitive teeth, so I haven't questioned it. But looking back, it was interesting. Anyways, sorry for ranting and thanks for the awesome content. Thanks for you, Homegrown30. And somehow, we have made it to the final comment. Comes in from Agathon. Sure you want to say that? I haven't checked on buzzer beaters yet. <laughs> Ton of comments here, he says. Good to see the fam is growing. Feel free to ignore this one on air as I know time is limited. See, this guy, <laughs> he, gets, he it. gets it. And he's the buzzer beater. Good news. Good news. That is great news. Uh, he says, jersey collections are bringing me down memory lane. 
I wish I had kept all of mine growing up, so I'll be saving all the ones that my kids have to pass down. The jersey I have regretted the most is Portis, but now I love it. Gotta love our rich history. The plan is to buy a CHG 25, got Lindsay last year. If you want a Chris Harris jersey, just wait a year. Exactly, when they're on sale. And you'll get a sick sick deal on it. Exactly. Uh, And, man, that'd be cool to pass down jerseys. And the thing about Clinton Portis... That was a gr- that, that that that's a fun jersey to have because not only was he a great player the few years he was here, but then you got Champ Bailey in return. Exactly. I um I've never gotten rid of a jersey. That's how it should be. I have like I I've said with this once before. I have jerseys that I could barely fit around my arm at this point. <laughs> uh, 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 that is too cool. Hey, I'm one for one. I still have mine. Do you have? All oh, right, you're one one jersey man. Yep. One jersey man. How interesting. Are you? Is that because you are anti jersey? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not anti-jersey. Like, anti-wearing jerseys? Like, you don't think that you should wear jerseys if no. you're over 13? No, no, no. I, I, Are what? you sure? You're putting words in my mouth. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I just... They never fit me well, Ryan. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're designed for, like, big, burly athletes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, are you saying I'm not a big, burly athlete? You are an athlete. Better watch yourself. Um, A... Different type of athlete. One you don't think I could hold my own on a football field out here? Probably not. I do want to see some of your high school tape, though. It's all interceptions. Let's do a like Andre Simone Broncos <laughs> film room. Zach Stevens on the field. I'd be okay with that because the Broncos may sign me after. All right, fair enough. Well, we all we know that if there's a Broncos film room, they're on the Broncos, so that would be it's a good time true. for you. It's true. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us today. We appreciate you guys. Sorry for going a little short. We somehow got through all of your comments in under an hour, which is impressive for us because we have work to do. Tomorrow's will certainly be longer as we have a full practice to break down. And for the love of God, we won't have to talk about a Chris Harris Jr. contract. And that is a beautiful thing. So with that, we're signing off for today, but we will be back tomorrow on the BSN Broncos podcast. Lindsay here, and we want to talk to you about our new favorite wine subscription. It is Winester. The best thing about Winester is that they work with small wineries. You know BSN loves supporting small local businesses, and Winester is just that, supporting real people making real wine. These guys will curate a hand-picked shipment for you from the best small wine producers in the U.S., 
So my favorite part about Winester is the fact that I don't really know much about wine, and when I go to a liquor store, I tend to gravitate towards the same wine I've always had instead of trying something new. But with Winester, they make the process so easy. That's exactly right, Allie. And from my perspective, you guys, I love wine and have tried so many different types of wine at different price points. And Winester is not only easy, but it is quite literally some of the best wine I've ever tasted, and it makes for an amazing gift. What's also ideal about Winester is that you can pick your shipments based on your schedule. That's right, Allie. So whether you're a casual drinker or you love hosting parties, you can get your shipment based on your lifestyle. So head to their website today, you guys. That's W-I-N-E-S-T-Y-R, Winester.com. We've got BSN25 promo code for you, and you can save $25 off your first order.